0: Snap production.
1: The Luke and Sassy Scott Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we record this podcast. The Ulikat Woolen clan of the Boon Wurrung, who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders past and present and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. You are
2: ridiculous. Don't do that either. I'm
1: sick of you. You're a nutcase. I don't care, Luke. Look at you. You infuriate me as a human being. Are you recording? Can I pick my nose? Luke. I'm sassy. Sassy. Scott. Last week, we heard all about Scott. (sighs) You're in unison, everyone. Anyway, (laughs) it's about him and his babies and... And Marcus's blah, blah, babies. Blah. And Marcus's babies. So, what are you getting at? The question on everyone's lips now, Scott, is what's happening to Uncle Luca Boy? Oh, it's all about Luke. The DMs are going off on the account. Everyone's like, "What's happening to Uncle Luca Boy now? Surely he's not going to be living with those crying dads that are going to be so run off their feet." So. I'm here to tell everyone I've started looking for a place. Started? Yeah, you got to start someday, Scott.
2: Why would you have started now? You should have fucking started looking for a place when we said we were pregnant.
1: No, just hit home now. Well, you've got like a couple of weeks because when we come home, Luke... It'll be fine. There's probably people listening now that need a housemate. I don't know.
2: Okay, yeah, good one. (laughs) Anyone else want an injured little bird?
1: That's you, the injured little bird. I'm not injured. I'm
2: going to put you in a box and give you to somebody else.
1: (laughs) You're going to have to help me move out. Uh,
2: no, Luke. I don't move myself in and out. So I'm not fucking moving you in and out. I'm going to need help or I'm going to leave stuff at you're yours. You're going to have to. T- no, you know, like I'll put your shit out on the street. That's what I will move. You've done that
1: before. Yeah, exactly right. And I would do it again. You know what else I was thinking? What? When you go and collect them and you come home and you're at Melbourne Airport, how are you getting home? Um, probably my car. How? You're going to have it parked at the airport the whole time? No, that'll be a waste of money. So you're going to need someone to drive that car to you. Don't look at me like you're the only fucking person
2: in my life. No, it seems like you need something. something,
1: You need something, and it would be nice if you just politely asked me here. I wouldn't hear the end of it if I asked you to do anything for me, Luke,
2: and you did it. I would never hear the end of it. What do you mean? I'd prefer to leave my car at the airport for seven weeks. No, you wouldn't. Then ask you to come and pick us up. You know how expensive that would
1: be. Yes, and I'd prefer to do that because, look, just you would, ask Scott. Just people want to hear you be nice to me for once. Just say, Luke, that would mean a lot if you were at the airport. No, you should
2: have offered. Don't make me ask. Go you should be offering Scott. here,
1: Scott. Come Apps on,
2: absolutely not,
1: Scott. Your aggression is scaring. You're everyone. so
2: self-absorbed, Scott. Just look ask. Look at me. You want me to ask it's you for something hard. instead of like, you being kind and saying to me, Scott? It's I, what I'm, I'm getting at, Scott. Me and my I'm happy to come and pick you and Marcus up. Let me know if you need the baby seats in installed in the car, let me know anytime and I will be there to pick you and your new family up. Instead, you want me to fucking get down on my hands that, knees and
1: grovel to you. Is, is that, that what you want or not?
2: You're a piece of is, shit. <laughs> no, I do not want you to do that.
0: Can I ask a question? <laughs> yeah. Interrupting oh, your fight. How are you going to prank Scott now, Luke? Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> He's not, clearly. What are you going to do? Because you're not living together. No, that's easy. That's fine. I
1: still know, like, all the gate passwords and everything to get in. <laughs> oh, I know everything. I've got keys. I can get in. That's fine. <laughs> I've actually, I, I don't want to say too much now, but I've got an Excel spreadsheet already writing them down. I'm worried about him waking up the kids
2: when I haven't had sleep at all and I'm going to be like, <gasps> imagine
1: off. tired, sassy Scott. Well,
0: yeah, what do you think he's going to be like as a dad? Like to you and to, and to the kids. Like his overall mood, I guess.
1: He treats his three dogs like they're the only dogs in the world. Because they are. So imagine him with kids.
0: Yeah, they're going
2: to be fucking kings.
1: Back to what I was saying though, Mandy, I have a whole list of
2: pranks ready. If you ever included my kids into a prank or pranked them and treated them the way you treat me, I'd have you killed.
0: Yeah, are you going to include the kids in your content, like in your videos, or is that not allowed, Scott? We'll think about it. We're going to decide how to do it. You don't
2: get to decide that. We're going
1: to organise a meeting with my team And we're going to discuss how we're going to go about it now.
2: Can Luke start bringing some content to the table, please, instead of always just being about me and my family and my life? What do you mean? That'd be great.
1: Selena Gomez follows us on TikTok, Scott.
2: And people have always asked... Like how long, why? Yeah. She follows like 65 people and we're one of them. And she's always followed us. And there was one time where a whole lot, she followed a couple of Australians and we caught up with them at a TikTok awards and they said, Scott, did you see she unfollowed
1: all of the Australians except you guys? Is that what happened?
2: Yeah. Like three of them.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. You know that guy, the the cook? Andy Cook. Andy Cooks. She followed him. She used to
2: follow him and unfollowed him. Oh, my goodness. But she's followed us since the very start, almost yep. two years ago. When and I've been waiting this blew up for her to unfollow um, us. She writes on videos all the time. She always engages <laughs> with us. And we just, she makes us feel special. She makes <laughs> us feel seen. Luke and I go, It's our
1: clapback. It's when someone's like, oh, your content's not funny. you're like, well, Selena Gomez thinks it is. Yeah, the so shut off. the fuck up.
2: I feel with her following us, it just makes you go... We must be doing something right because she's a global superstar. She's so talented. And for mm. someone like that to follow you, it makes me feel special.
1: So the point of this story is a random Wednesday. I'm lying on the couch. What day? Like a the, Wednesday. No,
2: like it was the like 5th
1: of like January. The first Wednesday of the year.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm lying there. I open it like up. Like when you say it, you say it as if it was like a year ago. That's no. what I'm telling you.
1: Yeah, just recently. First Wednesday of 2024. Yeah. So I'm lying there like, oh, I'll oh, just check like the requests coming through to the account. And there's one from a team and Rare Beauty and everyone. And they're like, hey, we were, what are you doing next week? We would love it if you could come out to LA and meet Selena Gomez. She's dying to meet the two of you. <laughs> and I'm like, you've been hacked. Like, they've been hacked. There's no way that was true. And I'm like, I just wrote back, you've been hacked. And they're like, no, it's it's actually real. Like we need to finalise everything now because your flight would have to be Monday. And this was the Wednesday. Yeah, so it was the Wednesday. They want us to fly out the Monday. So I called Scott. I was like, yo, Selena Gomez wants us to head to LA. And from there, Scott thought I was lying. Yeah, I'm like, get
2: fucked, fuck off, stop annoying me. And Luke makes me call our manager and she's like, Scott, you're really going, this is happening. Start packing your bags. And this was on the Saturday, I think. And our flight was leaving on the Monday. Now, no lie, I'm like, this is a prank, it's bullshit. I pack my bags forever on the Sunday, forever. I'm like, <laughs> what do I take? How, I, I take two 20 kilo bags mm. and we're going for five days or something. Anyway, we're, I'm sitting out the front and then what happens? I get a call from the driver that's picking me up to say that the flight's been cancelled. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck this noise. These guys are pranking me so hard. Long, long, long story short there. I waited forever. Another car comes, it takes us to the airport. They put us on a Qantas flight because United cancelled the flight. And we're next second in LA. We are being treated. <laughs> when I say that, like Selena looked after like us. Like fucking royalty. So like like those big black escalades, we had them. If we wanted to walk 10 metres down this tr- the, down the street we were getting in
1: that and she was paying for it. She... Had us at top restaurants. The top... Oh, they
2: took us as soon as we land.
1: Oh, my God. We
2: go back to our hotel.
1: Everyone, I'm sorry about that if that just blew your speakers in the car. You can
2: fucking fix that. Oh,
1: God. Can't fix mine when it's live.
2: Oh, they took us as soon as we land and she takes us, they take us to Nobu in Malibu. Three hours after we land, we're in no-
1: Nobu, Malibu. People were talking about that on the plane. It was weird. On the plane, people near us were like, oh, the best spot you can go in LA is Nobu in Malibu. Malibu. We get off the plane. We're heading straight to No.
2: Be we're staying at this fucking bougie ass hotel. They're like
1: everything and anything you want. Put it on the room. This was the day after the Globes, so we had everyone staying there as well.
2: That's true. That Macaulay Culkin's brother was there with his award. When we walked in, I'm like, mm. "Who the fuck's that guy?" Looks like you know him, and I'm like, "He kind of looks familiar."
1: Yeah, from Succession, huge TV show. Scott, don't watch it. You sorry, need to start watching it. No, I don't need to do anything. Actually, you do. Mandy said it as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I watched it and it was so boring. Really? Yeah.
1: I think you need, like, a higher IQ to do this. <laughs> I it. knew you
0: were going to say that.
1: <laughs> <That's> such an <laughs> asshole, isn't he? We get... Sorry, you're the line, Mandy. Just turn it off.
0: I, I will turn yours off. <coughs> <coughs> oh, that Good, was funny. To Tell
2: me when you two are fucking finished and I'll start this story and podcast again. Go. <sighs> Go for it. We get to this house, but I didn't know I was going to meet her, so it was all very secret. Yes. And I thought we were there for an event.
1: Mm-hmm. And There's Luke, security everywhere. And, and I'm like, shit's going down here.
2: And Luke blindfolds me and says, listen, I need you to just trust me. So, And he goes, I need you to just focus purely on products. You know, Selena Gomez has her own beauty
1: line. Yeah, rare beauty. You're going to be feeling some of her products. So talk about them in a positive light. And
2: he gives me a brief, which he never does for this type of shit. And I'm like okay, there must be, like, media people around or something. And there was, like, her security, her team. When I tell you there's, like, 30 fucking people, like, around, like, and they all had She jobs. had
1: people for everything.
2: Yeah. So Luke blindfolds me. If you haven't seen the video, go to our TikTok. It's so cool. Or Instagram or Facebook. I'm blindfolded. I've put that my hand in a box and I'm feeling this thing and it's moving around. Anyway, I kind of catch on. I hear this sound like a giggle mm-hmm. and I take my blindfold off and it's Selena Gomez holding her own product in this box, right? <laughs> and I scream, she screams. Mm-hmm. That's the moment where I'm like, she's the real fucking deal. Oh, it's a bottle. Oh, is it wet? Is that your hand? No. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh, ah! <laughs> well, cut <get> your
3: nails. <laughs> Stop! <laughs>
0: <laughs> we mean, um, finally, with me. You're a 10 out of 10 oh. Two tens in a
3: room and
2: Scott oh.
0: yeah. <laughs> I just wanted my boys They needed to meet you so badly
2: From that point Luke and I are just like looking around the room Like what's going on Now we ended up just chilling with her for quite some time Hanging out, practically braiding hair Sharing stories One of them she's like I said to her, I need to be honest with you so when we're in interviews people say how do you know selena gomez why does she follow you i said to her me and luke lie in news interviews when they ask us that we say oh we're half siblings she's our stepsister her mum hooked up with our dad all these years ago and she laughed her head off she's like
1: oh my god please keep telling
2: that keep saying it
1: (laughs) what else did we learn from her she's got a team for everything she sat down next to us at one stage and then someone came and just put a blanket on her no, lap. No, they
2: said to her, the blanket, put it over your legs because she was wearing a skirt. And so somebody was there, a minder, you know, to, you know, like at the end of the day, we're filming her. She's a billion-dollar woman. She's one of the most spoken about humans in the world at the moment. Third
1: most followed person on Instagram.
2: Like, is it the Globes and that, way? you know, blowing up the internet? I think what, what's what been fascinating is people like, can you message her? And we're like, she engages and writes to us on
1: our on our TikTok and shit. But the team behind her. You need to speak to her. You need to probably speak to like... 30 people, would you say? If you get something approved to do anything with it, like me to get the box, the what's in the box challenge approved, probably went through about 40 people. However, the day before that, they take me and Luke to
2: the Rare Beauty head office. Mm. And they're like, do you want to see Selena's office? And we're like... Yeah. Uh, we were like, yeah, where is that? They're like, it's on the third floor. So I just fucking walked off and I found her <laughs> office. And I, because we got security clearance, like no one can walk in off the street. Let's make that really clear. But <laughs> I walk in, I light candles in her office. I'm like writing her a love letter. You put on her makeup? I put on her makeup. It was oh. fun. And do you know what? I've always said when people say about the big stars that follow us, me and Luke, I was so scared of tall poppy syndrome where people think we we think we're too good for ourselves, Right. But we just get excited when these people follow you. I think, like, anyone would if anyone of this magnitude followed them. Luke and I are still like, why do they follow us? I don't
1: get it. I do not get it.
2: Every room we enter, we still, like, kind of pinch ourselves and go, what the fuck are we doing in here?
1: And it's weird. It's you. You spend time with these people And it feels so normal at the time. It's only until after the fact, when you're on the plane back home, you're like, what the fuck? We were just in a room hanging out with Selena Gomez. But at the time, it was like... So comfortable. Could have just been your neighbour down the street. Like, it's so normalised being with them.
2: Luke and I have explained her energy to be like. I want everyone to think about their coolest cousin, that the, they smile when they walk into a room. You see them once or twice a year. They mm. make you smile. They fill your soul. You giggle. You're cheeky. You say some fucking naughty things. You can laugh at yourselves and laugh at other people. That was the vibe of Selena Gomez and us in the same room together. Wouldn't you say, Luke? Yeah, I'm going to agree with that one. Oh, hang on. We haven't spoken about, apparently, Oh yeah. on set... This is great. ...on her TV shows or filming, like, beauty product lines or whatever... So, we were told by their creative director, who's an Aussie, um, that she walks around imitating me and Luke. And she'll go, she'll come up behind people's ears and go, shut the fuck up, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and they reckon that one day she pulled out her phone and said to everybody, oh my God, are you following Luke and Sassy Scott? I love them. And she made everyone like, in the room follow us, which it's is wild. Just
3: wild, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it's crazy to think Selena Gomez is pretending to be us. <laughs>
3: Sassy. Sassy. Sassy.
1: Scott. We've just had a public holiday here in Australia, haven't we?
3: Yeah,
2: that some people call Australia Day, and now many others are calling Invasion Day. Mm. For a lot of, I guess, international listeners, um, you know, here, it's quite a tough day. It's a day of mourning, actually, for the Indigenous people of Australia, uh, a lot of Aboriginals. And we have many friends and family who are Aboriginal and someone who's become one of our best mates, Sam Stubbs. He is Aboriginal, lives over in WA, and he's with us today.
3: Hey boys, how's it going?
2: Samuel, you've been on this show before and we got incredible feedback from people that learned to actually a lot. So we thought it would be the right thing to get you to come on and have a chat to us about what Invasion Day means to you. You know, you have shared so much with me and Luke over the past 12 months and um, we're so grateful for it uh, about learning so much more about your culture and I think it's only fair for other people too as well because it's fucking fascinating, man.
3: Yeah, no, like I I think I said last time, our culture is for everyone to embrace and um, all Australians, you know, that's what our country was built off like Aboriginal culture um, and Torres Strait Islander culture. So for all Australians to embrace it, it's good.
1: So the day we're referring to is January twenty sixth. So, Samuel, for a lot of Australians even listening right now, they may not even be aware of why this date is hurtful to the Aboriginal community. So can you tell us why Invasion Day is hurtful to you?
3: Yeah, that day represents like the start of so many massacres and murders, um, the, the stolen land, the stolen languages, culture, like things that are taken away from us and our heritage really that's just being stripped. So it's like someone's just come in, taken over and told you you can't do any of your traditional stuff you used to do. This is how it works. Um, so yeah, as you can imagine, very hurtful and yeah, not a great time to remember that. It's important to remember things like that have happened, but yeah.
2: And what I think is really important is, you know, Australia wants to be, you know, a united country. And, you know, I do believe strongly that this date divides us. You know, it's uh, it should be a date that all can celebrate. And when our First Nations people who have been here for fucking over 50,000 years are saying that this date, we can't celebrate, it's so hurtful to us. You know, I just don't understand why we can't um, move the date. And I'm definitely all for it. And I know there is starting to become a movement for um, that date, you know, to be changed. Does that seem like something that's going to be achieved in your in your life, do you reckon?
3: Um, I'd like to hope so. You sort of see the movement and you think, yeah, this is possible, but then you see other premiers, prime ministers and things like that come out in the media and say, shut it down and try push it under the carpet. You know, Australia Day has only been known as Australia Day on the 26th of January for 30 years now. This is the 30th year. So before that, it had chopped and changed and moved throughout different days. And for the Aboriginal people, like my mob, it's been a day of mourning for a lot longer. I think it goes back to like 1938. We've we've known this day as a day of mourning and loss. Um, So like everyone just wants to have a party really and celebrate and, you know, as Aboriginal people and myself, I want to be able to celebrate Australia. I love Australia, but Celebrating on the 26th of January just doesn't resonate
1: with me. Just touching on that then, so seeing people celebrating on the day, how does that make you feel then?
3: Yeah, disappointing. I've lost a few mates just seeing like, you know, their views and stuff around it. Some of them just may not know, that's why, but you can educate yourself so much and we can educate so much, but it comes down to the individual. Like there's enough things out there to help you do a bit of research and see what it really means.
2: And what fascinates me is Australia Day, you said it before, that date has moved around so much over the years. It was in July, um, June and July, I think, you know, many years ago, and for many reasons. So it's very um, small-minded for a lot of people out there to think, no, the date can't change because over the course of history, that date has changed in Australia for it to celebrate. But one thing that hasn't changed is that date and what it stands for for um, Aboriginal Indigenous Australia.
3: Yeah, fuck, like this day has been a day of mourning for a very long time and it's only been celebrated as Australia Day for 30 years now. So I don't see why it can't change again. And I'm very interested to see why they picked the 26th of January as the, the day that they wanted it to be on for the last 30 years as that is the day when... Uh, Arthur Phillip arrived in Sydney Cove and put up a flag, the British flag and that's when everything, yeah, clashed since then.
1: So people always ask the go-to question then is from Australia Day, is like what date should it be changed to? Is there a date amongst Aboriginal people that they prefer?
3: Yeah, in terms of dates, I don't have any preferred ones myself. I've seen people move around like March 8th, even the 2nd of March, things like that. I know people want to have the public holiday, That's what a lot of working people want. They want the public holiday early in the year, break up their transitioning back to work. So for myself, keeping it in January wouldn't bother me too much. Just change it from the 26th.
2: You know what, I actually, to put a positive spin on this, if you can somewhat, what I'm liking and seeing is a movement in a lot of corporate Australia and businesses across Australia. They're giving their employees the opportunity to still work on the 26th and choose another date later on in the year that they will have a paid day off. And one thing that I really like about that is from, you know, my network, it's kind of like power to the people. If the people in power are not listening to, you know, their equity groups or minority groups within the community while their allies are going to start strangling them where it hurts. So, you know, I know on public holidays, there's a lot of money that's put back into the economy. Um, people go out and do things, they travel, they take long weekends. So now all of a sudden on that date, a lot of people are deciding to work. They're no longer traveling. They're no longer spending money out, um, you know, in hospitality. So all of a sudden, all of these businesses are going to start seeing big dips in the money that they used to be able to forecast. And I think it might actually put a different pressure on the government to one day to go, fuck, hang on, this is no longer celebrated, no longer serving the purpose to our economy. Um, Let's change it. And hopefully, whatever works, works. That's what I think.
3: Yeah, definitely. And one more thing I'll just say, I love Australia. It's the best country in the world. And I want to be able to celebrate that too. So, hopefully, going forward, we can all celebrate together.
0: Boys, I wanted to take over your pod for a second.
1: Oh, for once? You've been dying to do this.
0: <laughs> it's now The Mandy Show. Um,
1: Our listeners have all dropped off.
0: Yeah, yeah, see ya. <laughs> no, um, Scott, I just, so when this is published, mm-hmm. it's the Wednesday after your baby episodes have just dropped. Yes. Right? Now, today you are in the studio today recording. What, what else have you guys been doing today?
2: A whole lot of interviews about the baby podcast? You moved yeah. your car because of a parking ticket potentially. Nah, not that, not oh. That.
0: Yeah, the baby stuff. Right. Yeah, baby You've, been stuff. You've been um promoting it and whatnot, right? Yeah. Hmm. And what does Scott love more than someone stealing his thunder? I don't
2: love anyone stealing my thunder. <laughs> Are you stealing my I know, thunder? But I'm stealing your thunder.
0: Oh, for once. I am also with child. What? What? Are you really? Catalana! <laughs> Because you kept making comments about how I've gotten a bit fat. (laughs) That's why you didn't want to take your jumper off before. Are you really? Mandy! Mandy, are you fucking with me? No, I'm serious. (laughs) Scott's (laughs) left the studio. They're hugging out there.
1: All right, so now we've finally got the Just Luke show going on. Oh, so uh, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about Luke and. B- hey, oh, I, I didn't want to record it.
0: I didn't think it was podcast worthy, oh, but that's our so boss. That would be so God's hard. i like having to keep it in. How far are you? Sixteen weeks. Congratulations. Yeah. Or eight, 12, six, so four months. Luke's like, fucking oh hell, God. I'm losing <laughs>
2: another one. <laughs> no, another that would one. be so hard. Yeah. Literally hearing me talk about it all the time. You're not allowed <laughs> to talk about your... Well, You,
0: of course you're allowed to talk about it. Nah, it's more, um, yeah, it's just like, I've been excited to tell people, but I'm also like, nah, shit, I have to wait. But I actually thought, I, I was like, he knows, especially this you, Scott, because I just know. <laughs> I thought you knew because you said something before. Like I don't know. I felt no. Like I just thought you, you were looked
1: fat. <laughs> 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 Ph fat for everyone ah,
0: listening. Shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I fuck. Like, I'm starting to pork up a bit. Of, a bit of oh, tell the news so already. Beautiful, man. Anyway, you know what the best news is? What you don't have to deal with me as of July. Why? What do you mean? Do you leave? She's going well, I have to go on some maternity leave. Oh,
1: we can put a pre- um the <laughs> a this clause. room in your <laughs> in
2: your house. <laughs> Hang on, no lie, no lie. Do you know what I just said to Marcus last night? I mm-hmm. said, uh, so a day like tomorrow, where we've got all these interviews and stuff. Right, like I love I love the idea. I'm going to bring the babies in, yeah. and they can sit outside the studio. Amanda can look after him, and he goes, <laughs> no. He goes, take our nanny. That's what she's going to be there for.
0: Oh my God, can I have your nanny?
2: Yes. And then for the <laughs> three of them can just be snotty nose outside <laughs> with our nanny and we can keep working. Great. Love How that exciting. idea. No, but
0: I'll also just be home because I'll just need a break. So you can, the nanny can look after him while I'll be like, see ya. How are you feeling? Just a bit fat, really? Nothing Have you had a sickness?
1: <laughs> I had my bar me before, you did eat half the pork. And she cannabis. did
0: say to me, she, <laughs> and,
1: and also, Mandy just looked at my ricotta sausage
2: roll before and said, You finished with that? <laughs> I said oh. because it was rubbish on the table.
0: Sure. <laughs> yeah, and nah, I'm in the garbage disposal. But anyway. Mandy, that is the best news ever. <laughs> Mum! No,
2: she's Mom! Didn't. Oh, stop, just, it. stop it! Go! Fuck off! Stop it! Sibling squabbles! It's that time where you share your stories of the most fucked up thing a sibling's ever done to you or you've ever done to them. (laughs) To the Luke and Sassy Scott podcast page on Instagram. And today we have Meg.
0: When I was five, my sister and I are 14 years apart. She was 19. She went to the shops and bought me back what she said was a lollipop. So I opened it and... And, of course, I licked it, not knowing what it was. Good. It wasn't a pot. It was an underarm deodorant. Um, and I thought the best way to get her back was I ran to the bathroom crying because her and my brother-in-law were laughing at me. And <laughs> I picked my nose and wiped my boogers all over her wall. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> all over her wall.
1: That brings back so many memories everywhere. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Remember flicking boogers?
1: Yeah. Picking them from them bed the and you flick
2: them and that'll be on the... Stick
1: on the wall ...in your everywhere. bedroom. Or the bottom of your car, the... Yeah, under your seat. seat. It was like a, I don't know, booger's graveyard under there.
2: Can you sing this song with me? No. Lollipop and lollipop and mm-hmm. oh lolly lollipop and lollipop and lollipop and oh lolly
1: lollipop. <laughs> Another story I remembered I was in the car with a friend when she got breathalyzed. And I told her she had to lick it. So the guy was like, blowing <laughs> this. And then she's just started, licked it and he was like, oh, no, this isn't one of those ones. Well, what another great week. That was
2: just a little reminder. All three baby episodes are now live. Go and listen to them and share them and share your feedback. Look. And sassy. Sassy. Scott.